Pride Friday, end of a busy news week. We've had a lot going on. We're at 102 days right now until America goes to the polls and decides an election that there couldn't be more two different candidates and what they advocate for. Now, I wanted to take time out on a Friday. You know, it's Friday. Enjoy the weekend. Have a good time. Always say that along with, you know, and by the way, Fauci. How about Fauci? You see him out there, okay, after he throws his wild pitch all the way to the left, which is a symbol of, you know, how he's been as far as coronavirus goes. And He's out there not wearing a mask. He's not following his own six-foot social distancing guidelines that everyone has to implement now, not only in the United States, but across the entire world. And he says, well, I was hydrated and I was tested. So, so it's okay for him, but however, if you go into a bar or if you go into a restaurant, oh my God, you better put a mask on or else. Oh my God, the coronavirus, oh my God. But if you sit down, though, you can take it off. Total joke, and it just... It really shows Dr. Fauci's true colors as far as I'm concerned. You had in the middle of the week, you had our esteemed governor in New York as far as Andrew Cuomo goes and how he just goes to Georgia and then you see the pictures of him. He's not wearing a mask whatsoever. So as far as the Democrats go, this furthers the theory that I put forward yesterday that the Democrats have used coronavirus to instill this fear in the American people that this thing is so bad and, and as if there's more cases, that leads to deaths and, and that we can't even adapt as human beings. Even though, look at just as an American people, what we've gone through. We've gone through two world wars. We've gone through the Cold War. We've got through 9-11. You know, we as Americans are so strong and so dedicated to ourselves, to our well-beings, to our faith, whatever it is that pushes us forward, we always get through tough times. We've never throughout history quarantined the healthy. It's never ever been a thing. What has that led to? Did it really help? No, we still saw rises in cases. And you know, Florida and Texas, as far as the hotspots right now go, well, it's not like there's a shortage of PPE coming around. So we take Andrew Cuomo, for example, and as if he, you know, as far as it's, there's charts, there's graphs, show me whatever you want. I still haven't seen evidence to say that New York's not the state that has the most stats. That at this point hasn't changed. So why is he touted as a great hero and a great leader through a pandemic when I think it was his executive order that said even though we had the USNS Comfort brought here by the federal government, Donald Trump did that. We had the Javits Center turned into a COVID-mobilized hospital. Do we put COVID patients there? No, that would have looked too good on Donald Trump. And as far as Democrats are concerned, every single thing that is good and that Donald Trump wants to implement and has implemented for safety, for prosperity, for the good of the country, they can't go along with. They're politicians. That's what they do. They politicize, they polarize, they divide the country. And in a second, I'm going to get to the main point of what I wanted to do, as in going into, because on Sunday we'll mark 100 days left in this election. But as far as Cuomo goes, it was his executive order that put the COVID patients in nursing homes. How stupid of a person do you have to be 
to put those patients in a nursing home where it was going to spread like a wildfire. They needed deaths. As far as Democrats go, the, the ends always justify the means. They needed deaths so that they could use this as a tool, again, to hurt Donald Trump and his reelection. Now, so you got Fauci, you got Cuomo, you got the masks. I just, I wish there was more people out there that were that were saying. And if it's not like the president says don't wear a mask, he says he's got no problem with it whatsoever. But but think about the guidelines. Really, truly think about them when you're in bars, when you're in restaurants, when you're doing whatever it is, when you're trying to have a good time over the weekend. Think about the guidelines and how silly they really are. Now, so as far as you know, we got into yesterday about how Democrats, whatever it is, you know, even if they get their way, even even if they win. The, if they get this, if they somehow this ooh, sends a sends a chill down my back to even think about it. If they hold the house, if they get the Senate, and God forbid Joe Biden becomes president of this country, they still won't be happy. It's not in them. They have they've been trained to hate. That's all they do. It's not the Republican Party who was holding up uh, the bill that was going to give small businesses, which, by the way, small businesses that aren't coming back now, where people have put their lives, their careers on the line. They have sacrificed so much for that business that they believed in. That that business isn't coming back. It wasn't the Republican Party that was holding up funding for that to put in their $25 million to a JFK Performing Arts Center? Are you serious? And you're trying to sneak mail-in voting in there as well? Nancy Nancy Pelosi, who says that that Donald Trump, the federal troops, they're like stormtroopers. Or as far as Antifa and rioters and anarchists and the Black Lives Matter people taking down statues and wanting to burn federal buildings and federal courthouses. Oh, no, no, people people do what they're going to do. You know, it's whatever. It's fine. That's fine. It's a total joke. And Nancy Pelosi, for her part, manufactured crisis, manufactured crisis as far as the border wall goes, which, as mentioned, Donald Trump has now 257 miles of wall built on the southern border. That's another campaign promise made and a campaign promise kept. She's the one, manufactured crisis, yet she has a border wall around her house. Think of that in comparison to Dr. Fauci. Who says, oh, we, we, we need to wear masks and we don't know if schools will, uh, can open. But then the, you know, the next week later, he says, no, no, schools can open. Or as far as NFL games go, no, well, we can't have NFL games. Oh, maybe we could have them if they're playing in a bubble. Oh, maybe it is okay to have NFL games. You know, the guy, all he does is flip-flop. And the picture that came out today with him with that mask down just shows his true colors. This is a liberal Democrat who has been in the D.C. swamp for like 40 years now. The same Dr. Fauci, who the big health is his top priority, yet he's doing an interview and a photo shoot for InStyle magazine. You know, are you kidding me? These people are so hypocritical and they don't deserve power in 2020. Uh, does it help the country? Of course it doesn't. Here, this is, now just to review, I want to get into this. I want to review the way that conservatives and Republicans view the country 
as opposed to how Democrats and liberals view the country. As far as Republicans go, families know best about how to raise their kids. Well, the Democrat talking point, it takes a village or government. Of course government has to be involved when Democrats are involved. It takes government to help raise children. Well, we see that as far as the African-American community goes. The abortion rate in the African-American community, that they make up 13% of the population right now. If there wasn't so many black abortions, they'd make up roughly 30% of the country. Do those baby black lives matter? Because as far as Democrats go, of course they don't. And Planned Parenthood and Margaret Sanger, well, we outlined how much of a racist she was and how she believed in eugenics and selective breeding. And finally, you know, now at Planned Parenthood themselves disavowing Margaret Sanger in New York. Incredible. Their own founder. Their own founder. Republicans believe that society is composed of individuals judged on individual merit, personal responsibility. Democrats and liberals, how true is this? That society is composed of groups. They see every single person, they put them into their own category, their own group. They see them as whites and blacks and Hispanics, Latinos and Asians. They play race politics. That's their only game. What do we hear from Biden on Wednesday? Well, that Donald Trump's the first racist to ever be elected president. What a joke. I'll get into Trump's accomplishments as far as African Americans go because it wasn't Joe Biden who had eight years, thank you, he was for eight years the second most powerful man in the entire world. He did nothing for African Americans. In fact, and, and uh, Biden, Obama, what did they do? Accumulated more debt than all other presidents combined. It was Obama and Biden that had 43 million Americans living in poverty. It was Obama, Biden, that had one in five families without anyone, without a single person in the workforce. 13 million more Americans under Biden and Obama on food stamps. They had the lowest home ownership rate since the 1960s, the worst economic recovery since the 1940s. 95 million of our fellow Americans were out of the labor force, all equating to the lowest labor participation rate since the 1970s. Compare that to Donald Trump, especially Donald Trump in the African American community. $250 million annually to historically black colleges and universities. How come Barack Obama, President Hope and Change, he didn't get that passed. Biden didn't do anything to do that. Criminal justice reform, that happened under Donald Trump. The First Step Act, Alice Marie Johnson, that was a fantastic sight to see her reunite with her family. That was Donald Trump. Opportunity Zones, Donald Trump. School choice, Donald Trump. As On top of that, the lowest unemployment records for blacks, for Asians, for Latinos, for women, for youths, for disabled Americans. That all happened under Donald Trump. Now, as far as uh, Republicans feel, Donald Trump is right involved in this. Limited amount to be taken away from people to be given to others. Welfare should make people, should assist people to be uh, independent. 
People shouldn't become dependent on welfare. Obviously, Democrats have to go against that. Support of the welfare state morally justified in taking from those who have, who have worked hard for what they have, who have been able to build a career and use the opportunities and the freedoms that are given to living in the United States of America. You know, the single greatest country ever given to man. So much has been accomplished in this country, and we haven't even had 250 years yet. That, that Democrats believe, well, we're going to take it from you. We're going to give it to the people that don't want to work. And that's a total joke. And de- Republicans, well, what do they do? They promote equal justice. Democrats, social justice. If there's anything we're seeing on the streets right now, it's totally social justice. Now, Donald Trump, what do Republicans do? Support lower taxes. Donald Trump was the man that historic, historic tax cuts. Why would anyone want to give more money to a government that you have no idea what they're even doing with it? Some of the people that are involved in where the money goes to have no idea what they're doing with that money. You know, I like the penny plan. Cut one penny from all federal spending and we reduce the deficit. Which, by the way, no one ever talks about the national debt um, anymore. And in some ways, as far as I'm concerned, no one really cares, too, uh, at this point. But I sure don't trust Joe Biden with that. Now, think about it. This is the same Joe Biden that says, yeah, oh, I definitely want to cut. I want nothing to do with fracking in this country. Well, now, don't take Philip Ward's word for it. Take the American Petroleum Institute's words for it. If fracking was cut in this country... $900 billion would be increased in U.S. household energy costs through 2030. $6.3 trillion less for you, for me, for we, for all of us in this country to spend on priorities and things that we need to live and be, be establish ourselves in this country. Seven, listen to this number, $7.1 trillion in potential losses to the U.S. economy in 10 years' time in 2030. We've already have enough losses for an economy, which, by the way, was the best modern economy we've seen in this country. Again, not under eight years of Barack Obama and Joe Biden, but under Donald Trump. We've already lost enough as far as coronavirus goes and how China literally is it's a world war without violence. That's what China unleashed to the 184 countries who have had someone infected, who know people that are affected by coronavirus. 7.3 million fewer U.S. jobs by 2022. So that would be if Biden gets in there two years into his presidency. Listen to that number. 7.3 million fewer U.S. jobs. It's incredible. This, this is the person that wants to be the most powerful man in the entire world. It's the same Joe Biden that Donald Trump gave an interview last night, did it for a half an hour. Sometimes Donald Trump will do interviews for hours at a time. Joe Biden can't sit and take questions from reporters. And when he does, what does he get out there and say? Poor kids are just as bright and talented as white kids. Uh, okay. Or we choose truth 
over facts. Mm, that definitely sounds like a person that's all there. Or go to stands in the middle of the Democratic debate stage and says, uh, if you like what I say, go to Joe 303330. Or when referring to a 21 year old girl in New Hampshire, which by the way, New Hampshire is on the list of the 15 states that are going to decide this election, he says to her, You're a lying, dog faced pony soldier, and I was a Democratic caucus. All right, literally means nothing. Or we hold, how about we hold these truths to be self-evident? All men and women created by the, by, oh, you know, you know the thing. Or Super Thursday. Three-letter word. J-O-B-S. Jobs. <laughs> or, you know, I, I prostitute myself to big donors. And my state, you know, my state's a slave state. You can't go into a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts without a slight Indian accent. Or when referring to, as he says, the next president, Barack America. You know, yeah, the first, the first articulate and mainstream African-American and, and bright and clean and a nice-looking guy. You know, hey, that's, that's storybook. Or in 2012, when he's on the campaign trail, they're, they're, they're going to put y'all back in chains. Or how about as recently as this year? You don't know, you know, if you don't know whether you're for me, or if you even want to think about, or you see the prosperity, the success of Donald Trump, if you're not for me automatically, well, then you ain't black. Now, that's funny coming from the senator, and he was senator at the time. When he did the crime bill in 1994, and he's thanking Senator Strom Thurmond, who was a total and complete racist from South Carolina to Palmetto State, and he eulogized Thurmond. Now, on top of that, that's not even the worst one. Robert Byrd, who was a Klegel for the KKK, he was a recruiter for the KKK. Joe Biden's pictured with him. Joe Biden eulogized him. It's just incredible. Now take that. Who's going to be tough on China? Sure isn't going to be Joe Biden. It was Joe Biden's son Hunter that had a $1.5 billion deal with a subsidiary of the Bank of China. That wasn't Donald Trump Jr. wasn't Eric Trump. wasn't Ivanka Trump. had nothing to do with Donald Trump. The one person who's been warning about China since 2015 when he came down the escalator in Trump Tower was Donald J. Trump. And what did Trump do? Well, now he's got new trade deals with China, with Japan, with Mexico and Canada as far as the USMCA goes. We're out of the Paris Climate Accord where we were given millions of dollars to France and the, you know basically paying for the whole Paris Climate Accord, a total joke there. He rebuilt the U.S. military, gave trillions of dollars there. You know, he incentivized companies and businesses as soon as he got elected. Carrier says they were staying here. He brought businesses back, repatriated jobs, said build work here in the United States of America. As far as the border wall goes, 257 miles built. And he says we'll probably be to 500 miles built by the time we get to election day. You know, as far as rebuilding the VA, 
That wasn't Obama Biden. That was Donald Trump. Right to try. Literally, if you are dying and you there's a drug here that you can experiment with that it might give you more year more at that point days you know, hours it all counts life is the best thing you can possibly give to someone everything and i always hold this this value very high that everything can get better you know every single day is a different experience but you have to be here to experience that that's the that's right to try. That's Donald Trump who passed that. He's been the biggest pro-life president that there is. Which, of course, you know, the Democrats always say they play into their three groups as far as criminals go. Look at cash. Well, you don't have cash. Well, then for bail, well, then you get out free. What a total joke. You know, the criminals, illegal aliens, and people who advocate for abortion. Those are the three people that Democrats actually do care about. Definitely not Americans. You know, I, I'm sure on Monday we'll report that there's been shootings in Chicago. There's shootings every. I mean, we're seeing America's children, America's hope, America's future, literally being shot and killed in New York City. Portland's under siege; it's totally on fire, and federal courthouses and buildings are being, you know, graffiti and attacked and destroyed. And in New York City, you know, you had a one-year-old kid die in New York City. That one-year-old's not coming back. How do you explain, if you're Bill de Blasio, if you're supposed to keep your, your constituents in New York City, you're supposed to keep them safe. That's your one job. You're the mayor of the city. You can, how do you have a conversation with that one-year-old's parents? Do you, what, do you apologize because you want to quote defund the police, and he's already taken a hundred bill, uh, excuse me, one billion dollars away from police. He's got the bill all ready to go. You know, if, if how, how do you explain to that that you couldn't keep a one-year-old child safe in New York City? How does Lori Lightfoot? You know, she doesn't care. She was too busy tweeting about Donald Trump saying you're never going to bring federal troops here in Chicago. And then as she's tweeting, not an hour later, you have 14 people shot at a funeral home where you're, they're at a funeral home because they're there celebrating the life of someone who was shot beforehand. It's a total joke. As far as I, I mentioned, Biden wants to get rid of fracking. As far as oil and gas production goes, the U.S. is energy independent for the first time in 75 years. We are a net exporter of the lifeblood of the U.S. economy and the economies throughout the entire world. Oil and gas. Well, Biden wants to take that away. Is that really the direction we want to go? As far as judges go. I think he's over 200 judges now, totally confirmed as far as the circuit courts and the uh, lower courts go. And then, of course, you got Gorsuch, confirmed by Trump, and uh, uh, Kavanaugh. Again, two Supreme Court justices. And hopefully, at some point, you know, liberals say they care so much about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Okay, well, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is almost 90 years old. The woman is a fossil. The woman has health problems every single week. If they really cared about her that much, wouldn't the advice to her be retire and your legacy can live on? But of course they don't care about. They care about activism from the Supreme Court. As far as Justice Roberts goes, too, he, he's all for it as well. Now, Soleimani. Now, you got to give Obama uh, credit in, in uh, when Osama bin Laden 
past uh, when we finally killed him. That's excellent. That was a victory for America. That made the the world a safer place. Well, Soleimani's gone. That was Trump that did that. Al Baghdadi's gone. Now, something under Obama and Biden. Every it was like every single month leading up to the election in 2016. All we heard about was another attack. You know, a bombing or a shooting. It was always deadly terrorist attacks from ISIS. Well, what happened to ISIS? When's the last time you've heard the name ISIS? There was a candidate in 2016 that said he was going to, quote, knock the hell out of ISIS. A hundred percent of the ISIS caliphate destroyed, gone, thanks to Donald J. Trump. Prescription drug costs going down for the, fir- for the first time in a long time. All Donald J. Trump had nothing to do with Biden and Obama. Now the choice as far as I'm concerned coming up here and this, you know, I always say to am I talking to the loudest? You know, I'm I'm a single vote in New York State. My obviously our everyone's vote matters, but you know the way and right now the way I got it down, Biden will have 199 electoral votes to even begin with. That comes from Washington and Oregon and California and Illinois, Hawaii, New York right here. Connecticut, Vermont, Maryland, New Jersey, Rhode Island, Delaware, D.C., Maine, Massachusetts, and I even threw Virginia, which could potentially be a swing state, but I think that's leaning more blue, and so I'd give that to Biden, give him the benefit of the doubt. 199 electoral votes Biden starts with. 158 for Donald J. Trump. Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, Idaho, Wyoming, Nebraska, Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas, Arkansas, Missouri, Alaska, Louisiana, Alabama, Tennessee, Kentucky, Indiana, West Virginia, South Carolina, and Mississippi. Those are strong Republican states. That gets Donald Trump to 158. Now, 270 is obviously the magic number. These 15 states, the voters in these 15 states, decide, do we keep capitalism? Do we keep the free market economy that has worked and has made so many people successful in this country? Or do we finally open the door to socialism and Karl Marx communism? Well, he says there's a bridge there. The bridge goes to socialism all the way to communism. As far as Bernie Sanders, who's who's, uh, uh, advocating and is big and even an advisor for Biden now, of course, that's the direction he wants to go. He says that Biden could be the most progressive candidate since FDR. I'm not really sure if that's a huge endorsement. Uh, as far as the American people go, they do not want socialism. They want to work for what they have. They want to live a great life. They don't want to give to people that they don't have. They don't want the state to run the factors of production. Who would ever want that? How is it that in 2020, we have China communist dictatorial regime over there of the Chinese Communist Party total joke now Florida Pennsylvania Ohio North Carolina Arizona Wisconsin Minnesota has to be in play so expedite uh, the expedited investigation into George Floyd that came from Donald J Trump Colorado and Iowa New Mexico and New Hampshire New Hampshire that Joe Biden finished fourth or fifth. It was totally disgusting. He left the state early before the results were even in. He wanted nothing to do with it anymore. New Hampshire, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, and Utah. 
Those are the 15 states that will decide which way we go in this country. Do we want Joe Biden, who's going to be run by the radical, socialist, crazy, whacked out, new Democrat, insane wing of the party, where you have AOC and her $94 trillion Green New Deal? Is that really what we want to see? Will he take in $4 billion as a country? How It doesn't work. You know, do we all want economic prosperity? Do we want the burden of overregulation lifted? Do we want fairer trade? Do we want to secure our border and be a sovereign nation? Do we want to restore it now at a time more than ever where you have Democrats who, when they say, AOC says, when I say defund the police, I literally mean defund the police. Restoring the rule of law. That comes from Trump. Safer communities. Won't be under Joe Biden. The riots, the anarchy, the chaos, the destruction on our streets right now. That would be all over the country under Biden. Do we want to advance America's interests abroad? Do we, We've already rebuilt the nation's defense. We've honored veterans now. We're combating the opioid crisis. We're putting patients first. We're safeguarding life for religious liberties. We're trying to transform the court. Justice Roberts wants nothing to do with that. Chief Justice Roberts, that is. Energy dominance under Trump. Educational opportunities for all. I already mentioned school choice. Opportunity zones. Um, and, and give the power to parents to put their kids in the schools that they want them to go to. I always refer to the national emergency painting by John McNaughton, where you have Democrats stepping on the American flag, and you have Donald Trump by himself, thinking and hoping and praying for this country. We got, on Sunday will be 100 days left to go. On November 3rd, it's capitalism or socialism. And as far as I go, I have an overwhelming trust in the American people that the only choice to keep this great country is for Donald J. Trump and capitalism.